വെൽക്കം ബാക്ക് എവറി വൺ ദിസ് വീക്ക് ഇൻ ഫുട്ബോൾ വി ഡിസ്കസ് എവറി തിങ് ദാറ്റ് ഹാസ് ഹാപ്പൺ ഇൻ ഫുട്ബോളിംഗ് വേൾഡ് ഓവർ ദ ലാസ്റ്റ് വീക്ക് ഐ ആം യു ഹോസ് ജിത്തു അലക്സ് ആൻഡ് ജോയിനിങ് മീ ഹാസ് ഓൾവേസ് ഇസ് മൈ ഡിയർ ഫ്രണ്ട് എലൈജ ആൻഡ് ഇറ്റ് വാസ് ആൻ ആബ്സുലൂട്ട്ലി ക്രേസി വീക്ക് ഐ ഗസ് ലോട്ട് ഓഫ് ലോട്ട് ഓഫ് ലോട്ട് ഓഫ് സ്റ്റഫ് ഹാപ്പൺ ഐ ഡോ നോ ഹൗ വി ആർ ഗോയിങ് ടു കവർ ആൾ ദിസ് ഇൻ വൺ വീഡിയോ യു മൈറ്റ് നീഡ് ടു വീഡിയോസ് വി നെവർ നോ സോ ലെസ് ജസ്റ്റ് സ്റ്റാർട്ട് ഓഫ് വിത്ത് ലൈക്ക് ഐ മാനേജ് ടു നാരോ ഇറ്റ് ഡൗൺ ടു അറൌണ്ട് ലൈക്ക് അറൌണ്ട് ടെൻ ടോപ്പിക്സ് ഐ ഗസ് ഈവൻ ദോ ലോട്ട് ഓഫ് അതർ സ്റ്റഫ് ഹാപ്പൺ വിൽ ട്രൈ ടു കവർ ആൾ ദോസ് തിങ്സ് സോ വിൽ ഡിസ്കസ് ആൾ ദീസ് മേജർ ഇവൻസ് ദാറ്റ് ഹാപ്പൺ സോ starting with it uh, where we left off i think uh, the moving to a stunning goal that was scored in the czech republic uh, versus scotland game i i don't know what to say about it like what do you call like what do you have to say about that <laughs> like throughout the game uh, understandably scotland uh, like I'm not saying they are not made for the big leagues and all but this is their first major tournament I don't know in how long and they genuinely looked like they like they were attacking it's not like Scotland were not attacking also but they just didn't seem up to the mark especially in that game they did not seem up to the mark at all and Czech Republic they were not able to convert their chances and all but then the floodgates opened and they opened how that was I think that was Patrick Schick's second goal involvement and it was insane he just crossed the half line one kick directly the keeper was running back he's like what should i do what should i do <laughs> it was an insane goal and apparently it made some record of being the farthest goal scored in yeah. the history of the euro something something like that yeah very very, very good game and uh, yeah check republic because they have so much experience i think they were able to pull it off with relative ease compared to scotland yeah I mean it it was kind of harsh on Scotland also the game they tried I don't know they created a lot of chances a lot of chances and they enjoyed a good amount of possession also but they just couldn't be clinical enough in the final third and that's maybe the difference I guess Czech Republic had a better attacking players in overall in the forward line I guess and it was a nice game to watch and yeah coming to the next thing and uh, it's something we hear most often Messi and Ronaldo again breaking records in uh, international tournaments so at first i'll come to ronaldo so ronaldo has is now officially the most highest uh, goal scorer in the history of the euro, euro cup and he's also the guy who has played uh, the most number of european championships in history i guess and uh, all credit to him i think he extended he was tied with uh, uh, michel platini if i was not wrong and uh, he extended his record with uh, two goals he scored against uh, hungary and also he come back will come back to that game uh, the goal he scored against germany i think so now he has around 12 goals if i'm not wrong so uh, kudos to him and uh, coming to Lionel Messi he also made a big milestone achieved a big milestone this week i think by becoming the highest cap player for Argentina and he's tied now with Javier Mascherano and also he also he's now the uh, person with the most number of goal contributions around 14 goal contributions 10 goals and 4 assists if i'm not wrong correct me if i'm wrong uh, in the copa america and all credit to them performing 
performing this uh, like such feats at this age and uh, Elijah do you have anything to add on that yeah like uh, we're not going to get into the whole Messi Ronaldo thing yeah and <laughs> genuinely these are players who have been shouldering the responsibility of being the best in the world for quite a long time now and they have been pushing themselves and they have been pushing the boundaries of what is technically possible in football because you don't expect people at their age i'm not saying they're like super old but still at that age to consistently keep performing on the highest level is something that we all have to respect no matter whose side you're on no matter if you like dislike both of them and you like somebody else whatever it is people like this keep like the banner flying high they keep the interest of the viewers for a longer time and it's just magical to watch them and i think we are privileged to watch them uh to have been watching them in their prime and towards the far end of their careers and i think it's like a, a great testament for their greatness that all these records keep breaking every time they play literally every game they play there's some record that they break almost every other game because that's just how big they are sometimes i feel like uh, like they're sometimes maybe bigger than the people they play for like i genuinely believe that sometimes like they are bigger than their clubs or they are bigger than their teammates or whatever because that is the pull that they have they because you know how many plastic fans are around like half of barcelona <laughs> fans would mostly be messi fans only when uh, ronaldo was in uh, real half of real fans came from there and half of uh, juventus fans at least the people that i know came because ronaldo shifted there. so it's things like that and like the, the more they play the more records they break and like just salute to them yeah they are definitely one of the best if not one of the best players in the history of football arguably so we move on to the next thing i think yeah coming to two teams which are in a peculiar situation they were supposed to be favorites to win their respective tournaments but not quite living up to the expectations um if you have any doubt i'm talking about uh, england and uruguay so coming to england's case i think although okay they have qualified for the euro uh, the next round of euro round of 16 okay they have but english fans saying that the cup is coming home and uh, everything and i don't see why it should be going to england they haven't shown uh shown us why they deserve the title till now it's just uh, the first game i think we already covered that and coming to the next game uh, the draw versus uh, scotland i think they should win such games it's 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 not an excuse to be drawing those games if they are supposed to be title contenders because every other team has made a statement every other contender except for england has made a state even italy are italy were not in the top 3 before the tournament they were considered dark horses now they look much more threatening than every other side right now and england i don't think if you if they going to play like this nothing is going to happen i guess over to you elijah yeah yeah because people watch the euros more so we'll focus on england more because they'll understand what i'm saying yeah and it the everything that i'm going to say about england also apply to uruguay because both teams have star names in their 
lineups and by stars i mean like big ish names who play for big ish clubs and who do kind of good things only for their clubs so england i think the problem is right now with their manager like you have a person like jaden sancho and he is warming the benches bringing drinks out for your people and his substitutions i think are too late most of the time because the scotland game was screaming out for a person like jack grealish who draws out players who plays ruthlessly but his substitution came too late according to me that was a game that england should have buried and not because scotland is weak but on paper england are a way better side like hands down they are a way better side and going by their record and if you watch the game also it did not look convincing in any any way at all and like the manager needs to change especially for england the manager needs to change and if you're going to stick with gareth southgate for much longer there's little to no hope for the world cup and i don't think there's anything going to happen there but yeah their tactics have to change the way they play has to change their substitutions have to change like their team lineup is so weird like why would you not play sancho why would you not play grealish it doesn't make any sense at all and like the only standout performer in that whole england squad is the leeds wala philips like he plays calvin philips is so like his work rate is good he his vision is good his passes are good everything him about him is good so other than him that whole squad is playing like a bunch of shit like absolute crap for the money that they take for all the hype that is around them they don't justify it one bit and the exact same thing applies for uruguay just before we started recording jitu was saying this was the first goal they have scored in like what five six games and to put that into context international football 5 6 games is like 2 years or something like that like so they haven't scored in so long and their two primary strikers are edinson cavani and luis suarez so i don't know what kind of an excuse they have they have been underperforming for so long they literally they drew against uh, chile like uh, I'm not saying Chile is a bad team or like the Copa works in a whole different style there the way they play football is different the intensity is different I understand all of that but they like these two teams now England Uruguay and you can throw Argentina also for good measure like they underperform so much for all the what should I say talent the value the quality that they have in their side it does not reflect in their games at all and it also shows because they don't win the titles also like Brazil has been uh, crushing them in the quarter conambol for so long and it is going to keep crushing them because they have the names and they're also giving in the results but uruguay has the names don't do crap argentina has the names they're struggling to score goals like and england have the names not not one of them is playing properly like it's very weird i think we should actually write down a script and make a video for this it might be a good <laughs> topic yeah yeah i'm done yeah so i also think so one more thing i have to add it i think the age of the squad in uruguay is actually very uh high right now and uh, there's not a lot of young players that are coming into the national team so i think that also is a factor okay let's not just get too much into that we'll make a separate video if possible regarding that so uh coming to the next one spain 
okay i honestly don't know what is wrong with spain right now and uh, you watch their games they dominate every single aspect and the one thing you actually need to do in football they are not doing that is scoring goals everything else they are good they are good in defending they are good in the midfield they are every or both the games they played same thing but they just can't finish enough and for a team of their stature in a group which is supposed to be relatively easier for them to qualify they haven't qualified you know and they have to win their next game to secure qualification that's that's not looking good and uh, i don't know uh, like i do think they still can, they'll still go through anyway obviously they're spain but still <laughs> isn't it uh, like it's not a good sign when you can't finish up so many chances yeah elijah yeah especially if we're talking about the euros here they might be dominating possession they might have two times the number of passes that the opposition team has but like jitu said they're not finishing and it's understandable if a person like alvaro morata is your striker that he can't finish or he <laughs> whatever but no disrespect to any player these are just our opinions but you and these teams are still according to me uh, playing better than maybe england or uruguay or argentina or whoever else we name they arguably are playing better but it's this is like a, what should i say a classic uh, team that is going through a transition or a confused state that they are in right now like they are able to do what they are supposed to do like they are dominating midfield they are dominating possession they have a hilarious number of passes everything is good fine beautiful they are progressing the ball also very beautifully into the final third of the opposition all of that is good but once they reach that box now they are like okay what should i do with the ball all of them are just like what should i do with the ball or they take <laughs> shots and it goes those are like the ultimate fail videos compilation it's like that when i see spain play they have the quality i'm not saying morata is bad morata is a decent striker but uh, he just can't and they need to buck it up and especially with uh, luis enrique making a big gamble and not selecting even a single real player like all eyes are on him and like that is a very controversial choice at least for the sake of having the name he should have taken a real player i'm not saying that there are any players that he could have taken right now based on their current form but still now he has drawn extra attention on himself and everything that he does will be criticized and judging by how they are playing he's in for a big shock and like spain need to work on their attacking a lot like they are able to actually thiago on through the midfield is like beautiful for them he works properly his passes go out well he picks out good people but they just not able to finish they just can't at all and it's very weird it's like watching barcelona of last year play everything they'll do give it to griezmann or dembele to <laughs> it's like a fernando torres kind of a thing yeah so i've done yeah so spain i think if you watch the last game they drew with poland 1-1 and uh, that group is still wide open Uh, for anyone to qualify i guess and the spain have to beat slovakia sorry slovakia in the final game uh, to confirm the qualification so does uh, poland also so if spain wins that will benefit poland also and poland also have to win the uh, remaining game against sweden so i think sweden already qualified for the next round if i'm not wrong yeah 
um coming to the next topic um italy and netherlands okay some you might call it they were sleeping giants for like 3 4 years like they were not among the top teams like uh for the last i think ever since the 2018 world cup um both teams haven't managed to qualify for the 2018 world cup and if i'm not wrong netherlands haven't qualified for a major competition since the 2014 world cup so it was a weird phase for them countries who are known to be at the top tier of uh, european football especially italy four time Euro- four time world champions and uh, have won the european championship once also and netherlands even though they have not much of a big of a trophy cabinet they were also among the top teams throughout the history of european football and it is bad to see them going down but boy did they step up this uh what do you call uh, this euros and uh, especially italy they have not conceded a single goal in their entire group stage games and barring one game all the other games they scored more than almost three goals so that's insane and i think they are in a 10 match streak without conceding a single goal or something like that and 30 match unbeaten run which equals their best ever tally and this time they are scoring a shitload of goals also that's insane and netherlands even though they were looked a bit shaky maybe not as convincing as italy they are still doing their job and probably overachieving a little bit because uh, frank de boer was in a lot of criticism i guess and Yeah, I think I am talking too much about it. I am <laughs> Elijah. You also, please. Yeah. So uh, about Italy, especially, we had said that these these people look like the dark horses, but now Italy are the dark horses no more. Everybody is able to see what they are doing, and I think people might also be scared of them. And like Jitu said, they have a thirteen game unbeaten streak. I think if I am not wrong. the last time they lost was sometime in 2018 or 2019 something like that it's an insane yes. uh time period so almost 3 4 years since they have lost and for a team like jitu had said that didn't qualify for the world cup last time around they have come back in such they have come back with like a vengeance kind of a thing they are like okay we were out but don't count yeah. us out anymore and this italy team is actually pretty good like they might have a few aging players or few older guys but this squad is relatively youngish if not yes. uh, mid age but they're relatively youngish and whenever they need results even these old guys are stepping up and proving their worth to the team which is exactly what you need them to do despite nobody counting them among the favorites i don't think anybody would have named them favorites they, they might have said oh yeah these are the guys to watch out for but nobody would have named them among the favorites but so far they are one of the teams that has looked the most in control of their football france on paper might have the better squad uh, portugal might have big names they might attack well they might have a strong midfield whatever whichever team we talk about italy didn't look like the team that were going to like wipe out everybody but they have come out and they have proven themselves because they have played with so much it didn't look they like they were scared at any point and they were in control of their own game and they know that their own destiny is in their hands and they played like it and regarding netherlands like you know when genie wijnaldum plays for the dutch national team completely different beast 
every game he does something unique and it also comes because of his uh, change in position and uh, position and all that because everywhere else he plays as a box to box midfielder or a link up guy or sometimes even a holding midfielder depending on whatever is needed but for the dutch national team who did not have many attackers wijnaldum is always like let loose is like okay yeah you can go and attack it's only now that people like memphis depay and all have become big names but before yeah. that they didn't have like established names in there so wijnaldum yeah. was given the responsibility of somehow making something happen which is why he scores so yeah that's my take yeah an interesting stat is like netherlands are now the highest scoring team so far in the tournament and uh, one more thing i am sorry i had to mention one more team obviously belgium and they are also actually living up to the expectation of the tag of favorites and they are showing in their performances why they are the number one team in the world in the fifa rankings and this might be the last chance of course the world cup is coming next year uh, in 2022 in qatar but it's looking a little grim for them like this might be the last few years for their golden generation to at least win a trophy and to be honest they deserve at least a trophy and that's how consistent they have been yeah so moving on yeah coming to a certain uh, what do you call uh, something that actually surprised me a lot so germany met portugal uh, in a game in which germany had to win and uh, at, at least get a point out of the game but to my surprise they actually went on to score four goals and won the game 4-2 which left me thinking where was this game for the past 3 years or so like they had the same players for the past 3 years most of them were the core squad of this game and what was wrong past 3 years and uh, of course maybe in the second half towards the 20th minute maybe a little bit of the old germany was shown and uh, you can look at the goals that like the goal that he considered in the end but still and this is something like uh, germany was lacking uh, they had a plan this time which was which was very surprising i guess they had a plan and they executed it well and uh, they have uh, what you call peter one of the favorites to win the tournament and the defending champions and mind portugal is not the same team that won in 2016 that team was still beatable but this team is much more stacked with talent but yeah uh, over to you elijah yeah yeah all credit to germany for winning the game they were seriously <laughs> i did not expect this germany team to do what they have been doing and i i genuinely didn't think they would do even one of the thing that they have done but they have outlived every expectation that anybody had of them and they were playing brilliantly especially the game against portugal they like they literally dissected the whole team and said okay this is your weakness we're going to exploit this your weak yeah. here we're going to exploit this and Portugal were also not doing themselves any favor if you're going to talk about that game Portugal were playing absolute horse shit yeah <laughs> Bruno Fernandes was invisible invisible for a player of his car- caliber and his talent and all that absolutely invisible Ronaldo made a 
I like I don't think Ronaldo was impressive in that game no matter what he has done and all that that game was genuinely a poor game from Ronaldo in my opinion yeah like I understand yeah he's a striker so he doesn't track back and all that much but it seemed like there was a drop off in intensity and a bad drop off in that like because the balls that he was getting he gave away quite cheaply and the times that he fought for the ball they were not able to convert and diogo jota despite the two goal involvements i think he had a bad game too like the two goals yes fine but other than that they should have been able to score more but then germany were brilliant throughout the game they were pushing like especially after the first goal i thought okay yeah now portugal will push more but yeah. they came back almost immediately and they came back with two goals in quick succession and both were uh, what should i say mistakes that they forced on the defenders of the portugal team so they completely deserved the goal maybe on paper is written as own goals but they genuinely they literally forced portugal into those mistakes which is why they completely deserved those goals and overall it was a poor game because the at one point in the game where i was watching the game with my friends there were three people <laughs> just walking in the <laughs> middle of the f- field wearing those red shirts i was pissed i am like dude what the hell are you doing they were literally they gave they are playing on the right side of the pitch these people three people they are literally three or two i don't remember properly they are just huddled together walking hey, what the <laughs> hell lord is a game you are losing how can you be so chill their qualification is at risk everything is at risk and these guys are so chill every time they get the ball they giving away position cheaply and so much credit should be given to the german defense especially because i don't think they are among the best defense in the world but they have been playing so damn well especially yeah. with people who are aging like uh, hummels and all and rudiger was not a is i still still said rudiger is, is still not a great defender but tuchel made him good and he worked for chelsea and somehow when he comes to the german national team he always does decently yeah. so so much credit should be given i understand that when you have noyer behind you there's that extra confidence yeah. because no matter what happens noyer will do something but still the defense has to uh what perform step up whenever they called on and this specific defense does it all the time and yeah. like they totally deserve these results that have gone their way and i think like i don't like their present coach and i think hansi flick will do a better job but still as he's exiting i think he is making a statement for himself so that's it yeah i mean yeah i saw like you saw glimpses of what they were capable of in the second half against france in the first game and but i still believe they will not be able to repeat it but they did it they still have to wait though uh, for the final game against hungary hungary showed they're not a pushover at all and uh, yeah i think is uh, we are not supposed to discuss this topic but uh, i'm just going to bring the hungary and france game because hungary are just proving in the group like despite them not they, they i think they they still like they are pushing it so hard they are having a chance of making it to the next round even the last game i know they have they still have to beat germany but nobody gave them any chance they were supposed to be like everybody should bash this team but they are not allowing anyone they are not allowing an easy win for anyone even if portugal won train in also that game also they push portugal they made them work hard same game with france also they drew with the world champions so huge credit to them i think it is not 
Do you, if you have anything to add, you can add or we'll just uh, move to the next topic. Yeah, even that uh, Hungary game with Portugal, you can see why Portugal are, they might be the defending champions for the Euros, but that game was absolutely shambolic. Yeah. For the whole game, they couldn't pull off anything and like the concentration dropped and they did capitalize on that, which is a good thing that they did capitalize in the end and score those three. Yeah. But they did not look to be in control like for 80-85 minutes of the game, they did not seem to be in control at all. And all credit to Hungary because... they are punching so much above their weight imagine holding off france to a win and france is on paper among the strongest teams in that specific competition and this yeah. team who are supposed to be the punching bags for everybody in that group <laughs> that group was called the group of death before the tournament began yeah. because that team had uh, that group had france portugal germany and when like hungary only you know all three of them like they'll beat them they'll win over yeah yeah jitu no uh... usually when you say the group of death uh, it's just on paper and it the games most of the time will never live up to it but this time this is actually the group of death and it is living up to the expectation of the group of death so yeah um coming to a rather interesting topic like uh, wales and uh, austria have made it to round of 16 yeah so kudos to them and especially uh, to austria as it is the first time they're making it past uh, the group stages of the competition they have appeared several times in the group stage but they never could have made it out till now so and uh, wales also what a resurgence they are having they are able to repeat the same feat that they did in 2016 and even doing a little better job in the group stage than last time and even though they lost their last game they had still managed to qualify they lost against italy that 2-1-0 so that's actually very good italy are one of the best teams in the uh, tournament and well done to them and uh, austria also they also had a very uh, like convincing performances in the group and uh, they also sealed uh, their place in the last uh, 16 in the last game although they already almost had they just needed one point uh, against uh, what do you call ukraine and uh, their only loss coming against netherlands which were also like uh, very dominant who are also very dominant and uh, yeah all uh, like i think for as far as these teams are concerned maybe uh, their goals like primary goals were this and they have already achieved it and everything other than that is like an add on for them so and I look to see how these teams perform in the uh, round of 60 yeah so coming to another dramatic uh, thing that happened yesterday night if you are here in india it's yesterday like 12 around 12:30 12:30 is that time then on the night so denmark despite losing the first two games have managed to qualify for the round of 16 i don't think anybody expected that uh, because their first two games were like very bad and uh, coming to the last day i think the only way they were going to qualify is if they beat uh, russia uh, with uh, russia and uh, belgium beat finland and also they have to consider the goal difference also 
and uh, usually it's an impossible scenario most of the time but denmark actually ticked everything they won their final game they won with enough goal difference and belgium beat finland so uh, if i say uh, they got away with it a little bit but it means much more to their country i guess they're hosting the group stage they're uh, host city in the group stage and uh, for all the events that happened regarding denmark in the last week and uh, the whole christian eriksen issue everything they were a lot of uh, they were all struck morally they were in a bad situation and they managed to come through it and they pretty much convincingly beat russia in the last game and uh, all kudos to them and uh, it would mean a lot for their country and look to see them in the uh, round of 16 even better i guess so over to you elijah yeah especially um that group is quite confusing people keep saying that uh, copa america is a weird competition because they play group stages and directly they go to quarter finals and all of that but the euros is also an equally confusing <laughs> like the equation i understand there are fewer number of games and all played but according by the math it works out that yeah denmark qualified because they have so many points but if you actually look at the on the field situation if you actually watch the games this is a team that has lost two games and they have okay actually the second game they tried they tried quite hard and they were decent the game was decent but if a team is qualifying by the virtue of just winning one game and losing the other two it does not mean really that the team i'm not going to say that they don't deserve it and all but i don't know i that should they should at least try and have a method in which a team that is maybe more deserving or maybe the team that does more qualifies because i i'm not saying denmark are a bad team they completely by the way they've played especially the second and the last game especially and the game against russia that we're talking about those two games were actually pretty good and the game before this was kind of decent like on paper yeah they did qualify but i think maybe they should rework the structure of the competition in such a way that maybe they can squeeze in one or two more games so that like it's not only because of arithmetic equations or some crap like that that they qualify or something like that but actually results make them qualify people might not agree with this and you might hate me for this or you'll be like this fellow is talking shit but if you think about it it's they literally just one one game I understand that game was a convincing victory but you can't qualify to the next round by just winning one game that is weird that is weird on so many levels so yeah that is my only beef with that other than that like it's pretty good game yeah yeah that is there and uh, um yeah i don't think there's further much to add about it and uh, coming to our last and final topic and we are coming back to south america after uh, quite some time in our episode so it's it's something i was thought for so long time it's like uh, our uh, brazil and argentina especially brazil too good for their confederation like uh, i just saw recent games of brazil and the other opposition can't seem to do anything against them they're like too good for the opposition 
and uh, you look at the world cup qualifiers also they haven't lost a single game it's not only draw they haven't lost a single game even if it comes to the so called big teams in the conmebol they managed to beat them pretty convincingly all the time and you, the start of the copa america also they already qualified by score, uh, winning the first two games with not not easy opposition i'd say pretty decent opposition maybe one peru might be a little bit easier but then peru showed last day like they were capable of defeating teams like colombia also so they no push over and not only beating them they beat them convincingly scoring more than two goals i don't think any any i don't think any other team in the entire copa america has scored more than two three goals and with the two clean sheets nobody else. so they look like it looks like they are again going to win it i don't think any team has matching their technical ability even if they might have star players but they are having everything clicking in right now they have a good coach the players are working together they have quality players and they are playing the style of football they love and i don't see anything team even coming and obviously argentina also even though their game time sometimes doesn't look convincing they are also finding to consistently get the results even though they are behind brazil but and the other teams for me many of the favorites i thought i had in mind colombia uruguay paraguay or were disappointing a little bit even chile also they were uh, not so much of the team they were maybe 2 3 years back when they won the copa america twice in a row and uh, they were, this team is a little bit of a shadow of that team right now and uh, over to you elijah yeah so i i was thinking of what league i can compare the copa america to but then there is no league that is like that so <laughs> technically and on paper most of the teams are evenly matched in the whole of south america like so on paper everybody has biggish names they are sta- well stacked in all the areas of the field all of that is fine but when you see the game on the pitch you can understand you can clearly see that brazil are like a cut above everybody else uh like it's a, if you watch south american football you will and if you like the way that brazil play you will definitely love watching them now because like jitu said the opponents just seem helpless against them they run past them left right center up down people are <laughs> scrambling they'll not make them they'll do whatever they want it's like playing fifa or some uh, amateur mode or whatever that is yeah. it's like that like they, they make it seem look they, they make it seem very easy but it's actually not that easy and it's a testament to the quality that that squad has everywhere on the pitch they have a replacement for every single player they have a good defense they have good uh, midfielders they have star forward and like neymar is like right now peaking for his national team is like yeah right time to perform and he's doing it properly almost every goal he has mm-hmm. a hand in it somehow he'll make it with a perfect pass or a brilliant assist somehow he'll make it easy for the rest of his teammates and that is what you need from these star so called star players because if you look at argentina technically they have uh, technically argentina and brazil are performing better than the rest but if you actually watch the game argentina are not doing that well and yeah. argentina also have superstar names they have aguero angel di maria they have 
Lionel Messi they have all these big names yeah. but if you watch their game none of uh, like their players seem to be picking like Neymar is doing for Brazil so that is the Definitely. only difference between these two teams yeah. but that being said uh the rest of the teams are just not doing what they're supposed to do it's like uh what should i say it's like in the bundesliga teams are not pushing bayern enough like we said a few episodes ago these yeah. teams are not pushing the other bigger teams it's not like the, anybody else lacks quality they just somehow not being able to like try for the title push them for the title push them for the points they're not making it hard for the other teams they just play, it's it's like they're uh completely outmatched but yeah. they actually aren't they are not there the gulf in quality is not that big yeah but then when you watch the game it appears like it has so i think again we come back to their tactics and their substitutions and the way they play their game so if they can fix that a bit maybe one day copa america can also be a little bit interesting for the rest of you to watch so i don't have to watch it alone in my room so yeah <laughs> that's it yeah so i think that pretty much sums up everything i hope we managed to cover most of the big stuff if uh, please uh, forgive us if we uh let go of anything that happened and if you want us to cover anything specific do let us know and you can contact us in our instagram or you can let us know in the comments in our uh, video so we'll just finish it off like we'll just brush up on all the results that happened and uh, we'll start with the copa so we had stopped last week with the colombia ecuador game so after that argentina faced chile which ended in a 1-1 draw and uh, paraguay beating bolivia uh, 3-1 coming to uh, match day 2 uh, colombia and venezuela had uh, a nil nil draw is a lot of draws and nil nil uh, score lines here and uh, again brazil absolutely dominating peru 4-0 and uh, chile beating bolivia 1-0 argentina and uruguay it was supposed to be a big match but it uh, it didn't seem look especially in that tagging front at argentina eventually uh, coming up with a, a win a lovely assist from lionel messi and uh, match day 3 uh, venezuela and ecuador uh, probably the most interesting game i guess uh, it finished 2-2 and uh, next time uh, an upset i guess uh, in some sense uh, colombia uh, I don't know it there are having mixed results and uh, last night they lost to Peru 2-1 and what a good result for them after that dropping from uh, Brazil and uh, the, the most recent fixture that over uh, Uruguay versus Chile Uruguay finally getting a point and uh, uh, their first goal in around 680 minutes or something like that so and uh, also sorry uh, one more game was there argentina versus paraguay argentina again narrowly beating paraguay uh, i think uh, ankel di maria next this time with a beautiful assist also so uh, coming to the table i guess in group a five teams are there group b also five teams are there argentina chile paraguay uruguay bolivia that's the order in group a in group b brazil colombia peru venezuela and ecuador So only three teams have qualified as of now to the uh, quarter finals so there's a lot to play for uh, they include Argentina Chile and Brazil so 
ഇഫ് യു ഡോണ്ട് നോ ആക്ച്വലി ഓൺലി ടു ടീംസ് വി ഗെറ്റ് എലിമിനേറ്റഡ് ഇൻ ദ കോപ്പ അമേരിക്ക ഇൻ ദ ഗ്രൂപ്പ് സ്റ്റേജ് സോ ദ സ്റ്റിൽ ഇറ്റ്സ് സ്റ്റിൽ എ ബിഗ് ബിഗ് ഓപ്പൺ റേസ് മെനി ഓഫ് ദ സ്പോർട്സ് ആർ സ്റ്റിൽ റിമെയിനിങ് ആൻഡ് ദ ടോപ്പ് എയ്റ്റ് ടീംസ് മൂവ് ടു ദ ക്വാർട്ടർ ഫൈനൽസ് വിച്ച് ആർ ഗോയിങ് ടു സ്റ്റാർട്ട് ഇൻ ജൂലൈ സെക്കൻഡ് ഇഫ് എം നോട്ട് റോങ് കമ്മിങ് ടു യൂറോസ് വി ഹാഡ് എ unload of games happened around 22 games if i'm not wrong so i'll be going a little bit fast uh, so we had stopped last week at netherlands versus ukraine so next game i think uh, scotland versus so the next half of the match day one so scotland faces czech republic we discussed this game czech republic won 2-0 poland uh, slovakia slovakia beat poland 2-1 spain and sweden with a nil nil uh, game Uh, Spain had a lot of position and, and uh, Hungary lost to Portugal 3-0 despite a good fight putting him a good fight and the highlight fixture of the week France versus Germany uh, France uh, winning the game eventually uh, through a own goal from Mats Hummels it was a quite an even game but France were the better side and they won the game and next coming to match day 2 it was all to play for in match day 2 so it's kicked off with uh, Finland versus Russia and finland looking to repeat what they did at denmark but failed to do so and russia eventually beating finland wales to everyone's surprise uh, beat uh, turkey despite all the hype around turkey turkey has not at all uh, lived up to the expectations so coming to next game italy swept uh, past switzerland uh, complete dominant performance from them again another 3-0 victory for them uh, ukraine uh, beat north macedonia despite not it was being quite an even game uh, andre amalenko with a stunning goal you should watch the highlights so next coming to denmark versus belgium denmark uh, it stepped it up from the game they had uh, against finland and uh, but eventually belgium was actually too good for them and belgium went on to win the game 2-1 so coming to next game netherlands versus austria even though australia shows signs that they have a quality uh netherlands lethal finishing eventually uh, granted them the win 2-0 to netherlands um next game i think sweden versus slovakia so it was a crucial game so slovakia and sweden uh, uh like it was important for them for, to progress to the next round sweden coming on top uh, they followed up their performance against uh, good defensive performance against spain and uh, they managed to score the only goal in the game winning the game one nil so coming to next game croatia and czech republic so this game was crucial for croatia as they had lost the first game against england and they had at least uh, they should have gotten uh, they should uh, be getting a draw in this game uh, when they went to the game so uh, but uh, it, they struggled a little bit and it was czech republic who uh, opened the scoring eventually croatia had uh, equalized and uh, the game ending in a draw which uh, pushes them on to the final day for qualification so the next game england versus scotland england looking not at all convincing and that game finished nil nil so we talked about earlier and the next game is hungary versus france uh, to everybody surprise uh, it actually ended in a draw and also hungary scoring first until france took around it took until the 70th minute for them to put a goal back all credits to hungary also they managed to hold the world champions and uh, coming to next game portugal versus germany which was the arguably the biggest game in that week also the group of death uh, germany managing to beat portugal 4-2 uh, 
and uh, surprisingly which means portugal's late for beat uh, beating germany goes on it has been going on since the last 21 years so and uh, so has ronaldo also who has also not uh, gotten a single win against germany till now so and uh, coming to the next game spain versus poland so this was a crucial game for poland and uh, to be honest poland played their hearts out and uh, this draw would mean a, a equal to a win to them because it ensured that they can still if they manage to win their next game they can qualify if they had lost this game they would have been the first team to get knocked out and it would have not at all looked good for them given they have uh, they were uh, like the second favorite team in the group leading into the euros and spain spain again disappointing i guess and they have still have one more game to uh, set things straight so coming to the last match day we haven't finished the all the games are not done uh, only ha- almost half the games are done i guess so italy beating wales uh, and uh, italy unbeaten without conceding any goal will go to the knockout stage uh, wales despite losing will make it to the next round and uh, switzerland beating turkey uh, again uh, which means they'll have to wait for the other results it's not confirmed yet uh, might be wrong we'll brush up on who all qualified uh, in the end of the video so uh, next game is the ukraine versus austria austria getting the crucial win over ukraine which also guarantees them uh, uh, like uh, place in the next round in the round of 16 Netherlands beating North Macedonia pretty convincingly 3-0 and Denmark beating Russia 4-1 which also guarantees them a place in the next round and to round off final game Belgium making a easy work of uh, Finland 2-0 and Romelu Lukaku with his third goal of the tournament again might end up uh, finishing as the top scorer so coming to the table so group A it's italy wales switzerland turkey group b it's belgium denmark finland and russia group c it's netherlands austria ukraine and north macedonia and group d it's czech republic england croatia and scotland so that pretty much sums up everything and i'll just touch upon uh, the teams which made it to the round of 16 as of now at the time of recording So it's Italy, Wales, Switzerland, Belgium, Denmark, Netherlands, Austria, Czech Republic, England, Sweden, France. I had made a mistake earlier. I uh, I think I told uh, uh, Switzerland had to wait, but they I've just confirmed right now Switzerland did qualify. So I'll just repeat it again. It's Italy, Wales, Switzerland, Belgium, Denmark, Netherlands, Austria, Czech Republic, England, Sweden, France. I think that uh, almost more than half the number of teams so only few teams left uh, in the last match to qualify which will be very interesting some good fixtures coming up also so that pretty much come brings us to an end of this exhausting and long episode of the euros and uh, we hope we managed to cover everything in this episode and i hope you guys watch it till the end and we'll try to put time stamps so that you can watch your favorite parts also So that's uh, all I guess. Um Elijah do you have anything to add or we'll just wind up? Okay then. This is Jitu signing off. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our channel and watch up or if you are not on YouTube just listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcast. I was also that. 
so the links will be given uh, in our video and uh, do follow us on instagram so this is jitu signing off bye bye